everybody. Good morning. Happy Monday and welcome to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, Twitter. It's a big night, uh, a busy a busy schedule uh, for an NHL Monday. And of course, it could be the night that Ovi gets to Gordy Howe's mark as he tries to chase down Wayne Gretzky. We'll get the panel's thoughts on it. I'm Edge Walker. You can find my stuff on the Hedgepod up in Canada. Joe Madden from Joe Madden Sports in Calgary. Zach Phillips from the Hammer Betting Network. And of course, Alex B. Smith with us as well. How is everybody doing? Doing good. Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Weekend of games. Yeah, I mean, listen, I know we talk about hockey, but it was a crazy day in the NFL. You had the maybe the best World <laughs> Cup final of all time. I hope yep. I hope everybody got a little sleep over the weekend. Good Lord. Yeah, it's definitely a good weekend to watch some sports. That's for sure. Well, uh, you know, let's take a look back at that weekend on the ice. Zach, we'll start with you. Um, what did you want to talk about this morning? What was your uh, your big takeaway? Yeah, the first thing, it started before the weekend, uh, and then we I actually all got to watch it, obviously, because the Leafs took on the uh, the Capitals in Washington on Saturday night, but it's Ovi's like, determination to get to this 895. We've seen this guy throughout his entire career be the most excited person in the world when every single time he scored a goal, it didn't matter how irrelevant that goal was to the game or what was going on in the game, and this guy would, like, throw down the hot stick or have the crazy celebrations and everything. And then I thought it was just kind of comical that the Caps raised the 800 gold banner for him. Just, I mean, he's one away from Gordie Howe kind of thing. Like you're, you're, you're almost there and they, they throw up the like congratulatory banner. It was like when Nashville, I believe did it for the conference thing, but it are was, you, are you real? Are you really downplaying an 800 goal career right now? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, know, he's going to get I more. Ovi, I know Ovi got his cup and you're still waiting for yours, but 800. <laughs> oh, wow. I know, I know it's hard to do, but it's, it's, he's going to get more and it, like it, it's 800. Like he's one away from the next one. If he was like 20 away from Gordie Howe, I think it would be like a little bit more. Okay. That makes sense to me. It's not like it's, it's, I don't find it ridiculous. I just found it kind of funny when it happened. It's like, you're one away one away but more than anything it was just like his reaction when it happened he just stood there like there was no emotion on his face and like one of my favorite kobe bryant clips of all time is when they interview him in the finals and they're asking him why he's not happy after he's won the game and he's like job's not finished like the job's yeah. not finished that when the banner went up and the the 800 was there for ov and they're talking to him about it it was like yeah he you could get that vibe from him he's like the job's not finished like i haven't beat gretzky yet i'm i'm not done <laughs> Well, I, I remember when Gretzky beat Gordy Howe's points record. He was in L.A., and they came back, and they played here in Edmonton and beat his old team, the Oilers, in overtime. He had a big night. It was, it was almost poetic. And, you know, Alex, if he's going to do it, if tonight's the night for Ovi, I know his teammates have been trying to set him up for the better part of a week, but they're in Detroit. It's Gordy Howe's old team, and he needs one. So um, I, I know you're, you're thinking tonight might be the night. Yeah, I, I really do. And I mean, when you saw, you know, how determined after that first goal he got in Chicago and he ends up getting the hat trick, you can just see, like I said, the job's not finished. He was able to just kind of, uh, you know, keep that momentum going. And you just knew after he got the second goal, it's just a matter of time before uh, he get that third. And so that's a, that's the thing. He's and I think the team as well is kind of rallying, not just around him, obviously, because he's playing well. If he's scoring, this team's usually winning. That's been the mantra pretty much his entire career. But also the fact that everybody's talking about Ovechkin instead of talking about the fact that Washington's won six of the last seven games. I think that, you know, it's not 
it, it, it's kind of a distraction of sorts. And they, you know, the sooner that he can accomplish this feat, the more they can just focus on their team as a whole. And, of course, it'll come back up the closer he gets to Gretzky. And, then of course, when he does eclipse it, which I think he will within the next two, three years. Uh, but right now, once he gets 801 and 802, they can move on and just worry about the Capitals, not just Ovechkin. You know, Joe, it's it's funny. You know, you look at this game, and, and my first inclination was, well, you know, I, you know, the Red Wings, they're going to do their best to stop him. They don't want him to, to tie Gordie Howe in Detroit. And then I was thinking, it's like, you know what, there's been a lot of teams – that have done their best to stop Ovi over the years, and it hasn't worked to the tune of about 800 times. So I don't know if the Red Wings are going to offer much uh, resistance tonight. We'll see, Joe. Yeah, I really doubt that they do. I think he probably gets maybe two goals in this one. I see him coming out really hard and strong, like Alex was saying. This team just wants him to get those goals. They're going to be fun iron the puck off to him. I'd look at some of his um, key line guys to get um, their assists tonight because Ovechkin's going to be flying. We, uh, um, I, I think we're about at that time of year, we're getting to Christmas, Joe, where uh, teams that we think are good and, and we know are good are starting to find their stride. I know how I have one in my uh, weekend takeaway, you have one as well. Yeah, I'm looking at the Minnesota Wild, and they've just been rolling so hot as of late. They've won their last five games. When we look at it, they're hot on both sides of the puck offensively in those five games, averaging that 3.4 goals per game and only allowing one. So both sides of the puck on fire. It's really interesting, their schedule. Um, the next two games before the break, they have the Ducks and the Sharks. So pretty easy games, but when they come back, is where the struggle is going to be. So they're sitting third in the central right now. They face the Jets and then the Stars and then the Blues. They've got three central division opponents when they return from break here. It's going to be interesting to see how they fare. Yeah, they're they're playing really well. I, I go the same route with the team we watched uh, just dismantle Chicago last night, the New York Rangers. Um, a lot of people have the knives out for them. They're coming off a, a conference final appearance and they're just a little sloppy to begin the year. And, you know, Jacob Truba maybe trying to do too much. The captain and the Vezina winner, Shesterkin, was giving up three, four, five goals a night. Well, all of a sudden, you know, don't look now. They've won seven games in a row. They're back in the top three in the division. And uh, I, I still really like this team's makeup. And if you want to play, say, Stanley Cup Futures bet, I know last week we talked a little bit about the Leafs maybe getting in at 13-1. to one. Now it's down to nine. I think at, uh, at plus 2,100, for the Rangers right now, now is the time to hit that Stanley Cup bet because I don't think it's going to get much lower uh, or much higher, I should say, as the season goes on. Um, and then once the playoffs hit, you know, I think they have something that Tampa doesn't have, that Boston doesn't have, that Pittsburgh doesn't have, and it's youth and young legs. And I know, mm -hmm. you know, Lafreniere and Kako and Heedle, it's been a little slow going this year. But, you know, once the playoffs roll around, I think this team with Jesterkin has will have the potential anyway to have a lot more gas left in the tank than some of those old teams in in the east so that's my takeaway if you want to hit a ranger stanley cup bet i think today's the day yeah i totally agree with with that and like you said they have the youth and they also have the experience of losing you know they've always said you know you have to learn how to lose before you learn how to win getting to the eastern conference final and losing to tampa bay i think they can kind of use that momentum once they get into the postseason but the way that they're playing right now finally getting their offense rolling in a big way of course, you can't look too much into that 7-1 win last night against Chicago. The Hawks are in full tank mode right now, uh, and the defense and goaltending has been atrocious. But even with that being said, those are the games that you need to win. Same thing, uh, Joe, as you mentioned with Minnesota. They're beating those teams 
like Anaheim and Arizona and Chicago and Ottawa, teams you need to be, especially when, when you look at the Wild having such a bad start, getting back on track. Ironically enough, the Wild and Rangers are two teams I picked to meet in the Stanley Cup final uh, at, at the beginning of this season. I thought those were going to be the top teams, and both of them are in great form right now. So I think you can get some good futures on both of those clubs. Alex, um, you're talking about Chicago and like how they're in full tank mode now. We saw, obviously, a report come out over the weekend uh, from David Pagnotta, who's on the Wednesday show of Edgework as well. But uh, he said there was about six to eight teams who were interested in Patrick Kane. I, I feel like it's more likely than not that he gets moved, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts on like Jonathan Taves. Do you think that's a possibility? I thought that was going to be a possibility more so at the beginning of the year because he kind of started off hot and seemed like he got his scoring touch back. He's cooled off a little bit, but the offense is not his, the main priority of his game. The biggest thing for him is winning faceoffs, being a good defensive forward, being good solid on the penalty kill. Yeah, I easily could see both him and Kane both being moved, both of them uh, last night playing their thousandth game together. But I think they will get moved. Uh, it would be individually, of course. But uh, I would not – yeah, it makes sense for Taves and Kane to both get moved. They serve different purposes, so they would go to completely different teams for sure. Well, and those trades would further insulate Chicago – uh, in the race for the first overall pick, like yes, you know, I, I mean, you know, they looked like the front runner already, and and much like the good teams, Minnesota, the Rangers at the top of the standings. Sometimes uh, it takes a while to really evaluate who's truly the bottom of the basement because you know Vancouver got off to a terrible start, and you know there's there's Anaheim, but don't look now, but the Ducks are playing a little better. They've won a few games in regulation. The Coyotes are obviously going to be near the bottom, but you got to be specially bad. Uh, especially bad to to be 32 of 32 and at this point yeah it looks like one one team is committed to get there and and yeah I think the Ducks that even the Sharks the Canucks I think, I think those teams they're not great but they're too good to match what Chicago's throwing out there yeah and the biggest thing is goaltending you look at the Ducks you know John Gibson's had a horrible year but he's still when he plays well he turns in an A game he's one of the best in the world uh, Lucas Dostal stole a, a game for the Ducks as well. Karel Vamelka is a guy I think ends up getting moved to a, a playoff team. He would be a great backup addition for some teams that need some uh, some goaltending help. But you look at the Hawks, they got Peter Mrazek, whose groin can't stay healthy longer than two weeks. The guy's movement and positioning is all out of sorts. Arvid Soderblom is just simply not that guy. He's an AHL goalie at best. All the guys that are in Rockford now aren't worth a damn. So the goaltending is, is pretty bad for the Hawks, and that's the reason why they're losing. And if they want to go in the full tank mode, we always talk about teams that win. It starts with goaltending. Well, it works vice versa. Uh, before we get to our best bets uh, tonight on a busy slate, including Ovi and our favorite player props, um, another reason I, I kind of like the Rangers is that, uh, you know, they, they did the impossible this past week. And let's all pour one out for Zach because they <laughs> – you know, they stopped Mitch Marner's point streak. And what meant, Zach, what a what a wild ride it was. He, he finished just 31 short of the all We're putting the record. banner up for him. Oh, he almost had it. He was he was almost 40% of the way there. So incredible. What an incredible run from Mitch Marner. Yeah, well, I mean, it is what it is. I I understand. <laughs> I understand like where you're coming from with it, and I was most. I was pretty much on the same boat with you. In like, just another two months, is, he would have been there. Yeah, it was like, yeah, what like kind of what are we doing? Uh, the bigger comparable to me was like, can he get to Kane? Can he get to Crosby of the twenty five to twenty six? Obviously, he doesn't do it. So that's the end of that. Um, hey, I don't know. Mike, I, don't look now. Michael Bunting's on a ten game streak. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Don't let, let's not, uh, <laughs> let's let's not dismiss Mikey Bunce over there. The guy's on fire. A Toronto native. He's going to have the next one. He's going to surpass Marner this year, maybe. 
Uh, let's do our favorite player props tonight. Lots of options tonight. Joe, let's start with you. What do you like on your Monday? Yeah, I'm looking at a player um, on the Dallas Stars tonight, Jason Robertson, for his points over one and a half. That's coming in at beautiful plus money at plus 132. And the Dallas Stars are facing the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. We know that Elvis is probably going to be a net, and this team has struggled so much. We saw Jason Robinson get three assists in his last game, has 46 points on the season, and I think he can keep rolling here. 23 goals, 23 assists. Look for him to have a big night. I think Dallas keeps rolling. This team has been so consistent consistent and Jason Robinson gets over his one and a half points. Alex, what are you liking uh, tonight on the busy slate? Well, we talked about Alex Ovechkin. Like I said, uh, you know, we were talking earlier. I feel like he's going to get the, the record tonight. I think he's going to get a couple of goals, might even get an assist. So I'm going to play it safe, though. I'm going to go over one and a half points, find that plus 170 at BetMGM. Uh, I think he at least gets a goal. If not two, and also you can look for some power play points. You know, Joe mentioned it. Some look for some of those, some of his line mates on the power play. Uh, take a shot with those points because sometimes you get better value than just uh, trying to go for a regular assist. Power play points usually in the plus range. So Ovechkin plus one and over one and a half points at plus one seventy, and maybe look for a couple of his teammates to get some power play points as well. Zach. Uh, yeah, I've got two here. So the first one is going to be Anders Lee, anytime goal scorer, plus 245. Rob and I were both on him on Friday. He didn't score Friday, uh, but it was kind of with that expectation it was going to come. Uh, he ended up scoring on Saturday. Now I know like likelihood of him putting back-to-back games with a goal unknown, but it's more of just I think that he shouldn't be priced as high as 245. I think it should be a little bit lower. He's had a lower shooting percentage, scoring percentage than he's had in previous seasons. He's performing above his uh, his expected goals, performing his above, above his actual goals. I think that's going to continue to catch up. I think this is a guy who just should have some more goals, so plus 245. And then the other one is Sam Bennett, anytime goal scorer, plus 300. Um, I just think Sam Bennett's playing too high in the lineup to not have as many goals as – or too – have as many goals as he does. I think he should have more. I think plus 300 is a really good number on that. I, I as well think that should be a little bit lower than it is. He gets special teams time. He gets opportunities higher up in the lineup. He gets some bigger minutes. So Sam Bennett plus 300 and honors Lee plus 245 anytime goal scores. All right. You're going with the big plus. I like it. Uh, I'm yeah. putting my focus guys on uh, the Oilers and Preds game tonight in Nashville. All right. So bear with me because there's a lot of options and I'm not sure which one is my favorite. Uh, number one, these two teams get together, and when are we going to learn? It's just a straight-up shootout every time. Uh, so the total is six and a half. I think, number one, I'll be on over six and a half. And number two, the Preds have no answer for the Oilers' power play. Not a lot of teams do, but, you know, against uh, Nashville especially. And Leon Dreitzidel, he's played them two times this year and has five points in each of those games. So I don't know if I'm betting them for five points, but I think you can get away with a Dreitzidel multi-point game or uh, he's plus money to score a goal. I don't know how that's a thing. Um, or if you really want to poke around, you can do a McDavid goal, a Dreitzidel goal, everyone in that power play, a Hyman goal. Tyson Berry, um, who plays the top of that umbrella on the power play, is plus money for a point. So I, I look at a lot of options here. And uh, you know the Oilers had 50 shots on Anaheim and lost the game the other night. Uh, they were they were pretty upset about it. So I wouldn't even be surprised to see maybe the lines mixed up a little bit. If you want to check the lines at the morning skate, hey, maybe there's you know a Holloway or a Yamamoto playing up on that top line, and you'll get a value for point there. But listen, the Oilers score five, six, seven goals 
every time they play the Preds. So um, until they prove me otherwise, I'm, I'm probably going to hit a bunch tonight. Yeah, I like that look too with uh, Edmonton. I like that team total at three and a half, and you're only laying a dollar ten at Bet Online, a dollar eleven at Caesars. I think that's some great value. Well, it's the same stuff with Ovi. I'm like, wow, Detroit's really going to try to stop them. It's like, well, you know, the Preds are really trying to stop the Oilers too, and it just hasn't done them any good over the last couple of years. So, uh, favorite lines, favorite totals, Joe. What do you like? Yeah, I'm looking at that Detroit Red Wings and Washington Capitals game. I have to go with the Capitals to win nice and big here. Following a win, they have covered that puck line in their last six games coming off that win. And we saw what um, the Senators were able to do to the Red Wings. The Senators winning that last game 6-3. to three. It's hard not to believe that the Capitals aren't going to come out here at home, completely dominate in this one. I'm going to take the Capitals has come out big. On that puck line laying one and a half, it's uh, plus 135s. So great value there. All right. Alex, what do you like? <laughs> Muted. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Edmonton team total over three and a half. Like I said, this has been a, a one-sided series. And like I said, it's a top power play in the league. When you get 50 shots on goal, chances are you're usually going to beat a team. And coming off of a, of a 50-shot game where they have a loss, I think they're going to be fired up and ready. And if they get 50 uh, on either goalie from the Predators, it's going to be a high-scoring affair. So Oilers team total over all right, Zach, what's your, what's your favorite liner total tonight? Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo uh, money line against Vegas here tonight. This really has nothing to do with Vegas. It's more of just Buffalo's on a three-game win streak. This is a really fun team to watch night in, night out. Like They are in games. They are very competitive. They give themselves opportunities to win. They can score goals. I think that... Uh, it looks like Pekka Lukanen will go in, but I think no matter who's in net for the Sabres there, the team in front of him is having opportunities to win. The defense has been a little bit better just in terms of playing as a whole. Um, and I think that this one should probably be around plus 140, but I'm seeing plus one uh, plus 155s out there. So uh, Buffalo, Buffalo outright tonight against Vegas, plus 155 is my best bet. All right, uh, I like that. Um, my favorite line, I, I don't like it as much as I do the Oilers props. Uh, it does feel a little trappy, but the St. Louis Blues are in uh, Vancouver tonight. Uh, Blues looked pretty solid. Well, they got a little lucky against uh, the Oilers, uh, getting a, a late turnover to tie that game and then win it in a shootout. But they look really good in Calgary. Handed the Flames one of their worst losses of the season. Vancouver, the Flues kind of zipped through that locker room a little bit. They just got pumped by... Winnipeg on Saturday night, it's just kind of another down in a season of ups and downs. And uh, the Blues and Canucks are both minus 108 on the money line tonight. So, I mean, obviously St. Louis is, is, a, is a better team. Their season hasn't been perfect, but I'll gladly fade the, the Canucks tonight. They, they usually find a way when their backs are against the wall to kind of stop the bleeding a little bit. But, hey, it, it might be a trap, but I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Blues uh, on that price. Nice way to yeah. go with that one, Andrew. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's also yeah. fair to fade the Canucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. also no, won their last six versus the Pacific opponents. So I think the Blues come out nicely tonight. All right. Well, everyone have a great night. Maybe we see a little bit of history. If you're on uh, the OV side, don't be afraid to hit a hat trick as well because uh, yeah. don't forget if there's an empty netter, that guy's not coming off the ice at the end of the game. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, good luck to everybody. Have a great Monday. Thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah.